Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. And today we got another special guest, Mr. Nathan Cushman, also known as Bullets and Mullets on TikTok. Uh, he was on, what, our third, fourth episode, something probably like something that, yeah. way back when. So he's been here before. Uh, he's a diesel mechanic, works on semis and all sorts of junk all day long. Yep. So. How's how's work treating you down there where you're at? Nah, it's been pretty decent. Uh, we've been busier than a cat covering up shit last couple of months. I mean, covered That's up. That's good. So. Job security. You got to keep all them deaf motors running. Well, yeah, AC work. Nobody likes being hot. Well, yeah. When you're 400 pounds, being hot just. Do you do you guys really get them people in there that cut a hole in the floorboard and shit through the floorboard? I, have, yeah, I haven't seen one. You but haven't I've heard seen. it. Okay. Yeah. That's why he's. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, an old wives' or not a wives' but you know you always hear these stories yeah. that it's always a friend of a friend who's seen it. You yeah. know. Oh, we get yeah. some. No, I haven't seen the hole in the floorboard, but we get some nasty fucking. We had one the other day had cockroaches in it, and we just said we're not fucking working on it. Yeah, sorry, take yeah. her elsewhere. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do that. That's. No. But it ain't no wonder. Have you ever noticed any time you go on an on-ramp on the interstate, it's just knee-deep in piss bottles? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. When I owned my truck, I carried a one-gallon wet vac, 12-volt wet vac in it, and I had a garbage bag hanging on the passenger seat, which on a Peterbilt's four inches away from me, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time you got fuel, you threw the trash away, and a couple times a week, sweep the truck out. It's yeah. Not hard. Yep. E-logs, you have... 14 hours a fucking day or 12 hours a day, you're not doing a goddamn thing, you yeah. think? Yeah. Maybe we could yeah. skip the buffet. and In, in all my <laughs> years of traveling, of farming, driving, everything, you know, sitting in the same seat for long hours, I've never once pissed in a bottle a while. Me either. No. Going down the road, going through the field, nothing. I've, no, I've never done it. I, maybe I'm just not No matter how good you are, you're going to drip a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have, I'm, sometimes I'm too lazy to get off the deck of the combine. I, mean, no, I have done that for yeah. sure. But yeah, I've never pissed in a bottle, and I don't know. What's some of the worst shit you've seen come through your shop as far as fuck-ups or, or anything? I mean, I, I can't believe when you get you post videos on TikTok of, you know, yeah, customer complains that motor's running hot, and you pop the hood, and the radiator is completely packed, right. so full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just worked on one uh, Friday that was uh, had an oil leak real bad. It clogged the radiator full of shit and had power wash all out, but... Uh, no, I'm really surprised at how many experts are on TikTok that oh, yeah. no, tell you sure. how you're fucking an idiot. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. On every subject, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that Series 60, I just, uh, last video i done, had uh, two bearings that I don't know how they weren't spun, but did you see that? No, I haven't I seen mean, they, were, they had thrown the copper outside the bearing, mm-hmm. and it was in the oil pan. Came in for an oil leak. It was running fine. And it was a glider truck, and... Um, it's a Fitzgerald truck, and we've worked on a pile of their stuff. It's just, they've done a shitty job when they put engines together. And two of the bearings were just completely fucked in it and ended up being a line boring issue or the cranks warped or something, had a half a thou oil clearance on two bearings, and the rest were fine. Mm. Well, you can't blame that on them. They didn't change oil enough. Like, oh, it's not changing oil. Wiped out two bearings, and the rest look fucking perfect. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. Hey, I got a brother that drove a truck, what, the 
Oh my god. He gosh. changed it twice in 170 some yeah. thousand miles. Yeah. <laughs> and they were hard miles. So right. he always says, miles. Oh, you guys changing your oil, you're just throwing your money away. You ain't gotta do that. <laughs> <laughs> Max capacity is what he got yeah. out of that yeah. thing. Hydraulic oil oil will not work <clears throat> in place of engine oil. No. Now I do know this. Back when we used to buy old cars and have our yearly demolition derby on Thanksgiving. If you take a Ford Taurus, it looks just like the one in Christmas Vacation, yep. and bust the radiator clear out of it, so it has zero coolant in it. But if you fill the motor, fill a motor full of Lucas oil. I'm not talking to the top of the dipstick. I'm talking fill the motor. It'll run for another two weeks, and <laughs> I think by the time we hauled it off, it was still going good. No shit. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't need radiators either. Just fill it full of Lucas oil. Yeah, you're good. Good to go. Not even the oil, just the additive. Yeah. Just a lot of the additive. <laughs> yep. Works good. <laughs> Well, splash dip, you know. Well, little brother's got a little Impala they got given to him that sounds like something's about ready to come out of the block. Maybe we'll just do that. Just there you go. Fill yep. it completely up. Fill it up and go. That car I had would get so hot it would sound like a power stroke. It was knocking and whining <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, pretty impressive. But it never let go. No, it didn't. And then we're hard, hard miles there yes. towards the end. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, the good old days. Well, it was like that Toyota we blew up here four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I could have shit the hell we put it through out there in the pasture. I could have drove it for another year back before it to work. I thought I was about ready to give up the ghost. Yep. Yeah. We could have hardly killed it that day. No. Yep. Yeah, we put everything through the test that year. It was, you know, you always see this stuff in the movies. So, like, we would open one door. Yeah, and in the movies, when somebody hits your door, the whole door rips off and yeah. goes flying. Yep. Yeah, it just folds it around. Yeah, it yep. just folds it around. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, how fast were we going out there? We had to oh, be going yeah. 40 or 50 a couple of times ramping that thing. Yeah. It was yeah, the, sus- the suspension on those is yep. better than I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, it took it better than I thought. Yep. Still no match for 20 pounds of tanner, right? <laughs> no. No, that pretty much finished her <laughs> off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Good old Tannerite. Looked like one of those cars on the videos from when we, the first Gulf War. Right. You know, yeah. that highway where we bombed all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I can't believe some of the stuff, though, that I see on your TikTok that people bring in there. That, Yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder how it ever even made it in there. Yeah, we get a string of them. It's, and, and some shit's not that bad. And I, a lot of shit I don't post that we see. I just post the most yeah. drastic shit that comes through the yeah. door normally, you know. But we had that one rear end housing that was bent up and scrubbed the inside of the dual damn near down to the wires. And the outside one had it. It was bent up and forward towards the front of the truck. Of course, the driver had no idea how it happened. I don't yeah. know. It just started yeah. wearing tires. Like, oh, yeah. you didn't back into a pole at 30 mile an hour. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it started doing that. Like, motherfucker, you had to have a concussion from whatever you hit. But, yeah, okay. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> and man, as expensive as this shit is nowadays... Yeah. You know, it's like, man, yeah. you'd think these guys would take better care of some of this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. It, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, so it ain't their money, though. Yeah, and I suppose you'd probably see that more, don't you, on company trucks versus owner-operators. Yeah, I mean, and it's a relief when you get some of the old last few good old boys that come in that take care of their shit and you can talk to, but yeah, a lot of these guys just don't know. I mean, I don't think the qualifications for getting a CDL is too stringent anymore. No. I mean... Well, you get a lot of know-it-alls that don't know shit. They're going to tell yeah. you what's wrong with it yeah. before they even. Yeah, I know. I've guys tell me stories before they, you know, they work for, like, Yellow Freight or whoever, you know, and have drivers quit. 
and they just take a pocket knife, you know, and cut the whole interior out on their last day or yeah. you know, just stuff like that, just being. Yeah. Well, and some guys, you put a wheel seal on their truck and now the AC don't work. Yeah. You touch my truck, now it's broke. Like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Never even pop the hood. Yeah. 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 I would not want our old mutual friend's job, who's our service manager, of dealing with them. Yeah. I have pretty short fuse. Yeah. I can deal with people pretty decently, but I have a very short fuse for ignorance, and I yeah, I don't deal well with them. Well, we talked on that one episode, you know, nowadays how I – and in fact, I think you was on that episode. You know how nowadays a truck driver wears sweatpants and yeah. sandals yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a fucking tank top. Where when yeah. we was kids, they were <laughs> yeah starched and creased. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I was up in uh, Wisconsin with my cab over when I was trucking, and I took a dude a load of hay, and he goes, "What's well, kind of relief seeing a young man like you that's clean shaven and wears clean clothes?" And I was like, "I'm just." getting up and dressing like I normally do, you know, but I guess bathing on a regular basis is something to be proud of anymore. So. Well, that's not normal anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. We was talking earlier, what's one of the most catastrophic fuck-ups you've ever had, whether uh, it's wrenching or whatever? Well, uh, mechanical or... I guess I got two of them. All right, let's hear it. Well, one, I had was doing a fuel pump on a truck, and when you do it, they just fill the tanks full of metal. So you pull the tanks off, steam clean them out, take a magnet, get all you can out of it. Well, I backed our pickup with a fuel tank in it up there to put uh, diesel back in the truck, and our salesman opened the door for me. Well, he opened it just the perfect height of where when you hopped in the truck and looked out the mirror, you couldn't see the door was Uh-oh. not all the way down. I know where so. this is going. And I just put it in reverse and let down the clutch and started backing out. I didn't just floorboard it like I, you know, and uh, it stopped the truck. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I heard the glass fall. I was like, oh, I think I know what that is. So I just pulled forward and I walked in the office. I said, hey, Kind of got door a little fucked up out here. You didn't do the Chris Farley and park it back. What'd you do? No, well, and we have full, our doors on the front of the shop are full glass. So it, uh, it made quite the mess. Didn't hurt the truck at all. And, uh, I fucked up one time. I was doing an out of frame on a Series 60 and forgot to tighten the cam bolt. I got, somebody came up was talking to me and I walked away and I got back it's like I need to tighten that cam bolt up yeah. and I got to doing something else and forgot all about it fired it up and let it run and it started knocking and then quit running and I cranked it over and it cranked over real fast I'm like yep I know exactly what happened I pulled a little inspection plate and pulled the cam gear bolt out by hand and walked in I said hey this thing's gonna need a head on <laughs> <laughs> so I took four of the valves that bent and they all bent kind of like a 30 degree angle and I put them together and welded them and put them on my box kind of as a reminder there you go hey yeah. damn shit don't do that again uh-huh. yeah 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 that's 100% me I can't blame that one on anybody else I just fucked up and getting interrupted though is tough I mean yeah that's what would get me is on and off on and off that yeah. I couldn't do that I don't know how you it's do tough. it all day Nick like we're it's, just it's tough well, I have a rule that anytime you put a bolt in, it's tight. Drain yeah. plug. You put a bolt in, you tighten it, you put a drain plug in. And I had started this bolt by hand, and I somebody came up said something to me. I turned around and walked away. I came back. 
the bolt was in it. I threw the inspection cover on it. Went back about my merry way. Never yeah. even. That's it's a wonder that shit don't happen more often. Truthfully, yeah. right. Yeah, if all you had to do was sit there and, and work on it, you'd be fine. But when you get interrupted, that yeah, yeah, that stuff uh, gets well. And it's through. a lot better when it's out on an engine stand, pulling the head, putting the head back on it. Then True. after you've had it all back together and it's yeah. in the truck, and then you're yeah. really fucking pissed. Yeah, but no. it's on your dime then because you're. Yeah, I've been fortunate. I haven't had any major fuck up. In fact, I think the last one that I had, and I mean, it wasn't off the charts major. That's been shit. Seven, eight, nine years ago, I was sicker and shit. I think that was right when I had limes real bad and just feeling like shit and was back in the grain cart in the shed one day and backed it about a foot too far and run the auger. It, it did yeah. the piss out of the tent. didn't break nothing. No yeah. boards. didn't tear nothing up, but it just shoved the tent out on the yeah. wall of the barn. But other than that, I don't. I don't think I've had See, any major J and M grain cart where the augers were supposed yep, to be. Yep, front fold. Had, yep. that problem. Sure enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody that hasn't ran into a machine shed or something. Like oh, that. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a rule around our place. If we get a new door, put a door in, somebody just run into it right now. Because <laughs> so, it's going to happen yeah. anyway, so let's just get the dent out of the way and uh -huh. go Be on. done with it. Yeah. 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 We've all, all been down that road. Hopper extensions are easy to do on that on a shed. That's what I got to watch now <laughs> with the powerful hopper. It's like, man, I guarantee you. I'm scared to death. I'm going to forget. And yeah. Going to have a hell of a mess then. Yeah. Been down that road. Header trailers are bad too. Yeah. Yeah. I bought this 30 foot header trailer from a 20 foot head. Got a heck of a deal on it. I did do that one time <laughs> years ago. Yeah. That was there for that one. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done that. That happened at our place too. Yeah. That's been 20, 25 years ago now. Yeah. Been a long time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Don't put a 25 foot head on a 30 foot trailer. Yeah. Because you'll forget. Yeah. Just enough tubing. Hook right out of the back of the shed. But that's why they put Wayne's coat at the bottom of those sheds. Exactly. It's easy to swap out. Yeah. I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah, we've all been there. I don't think there's a farmer out there that says he hasn't dented a piece of tin. If, oh, yeah. if he says he's lying. Yeah. yeah. You ain't a shit in there. Yeah, you're going to run into something. We've all been down that road. Yeah, pouring down rain outside. Nothing going on. Good day to drink beer. and Yeah. Do whatever, I guess. Yeah. You had any catastrophes in your vast experience of working um, on shit? Yeah, there's always some here and there. I'm trying to think of any of them that were directly my fault, maybe indirectly. Um, the scariest one on, on the farm side, and it wasn't, I was in no danger really, but I was, I might have told this story on here one other time, but I was pulling two loaded gravity wagons to town with a tractor, and uh, I was going, it was on an old dirt road. And I was going real slow because it was in a small field and I was going to get back. He had plenty of wagons there anyway. I was going to get back in plenty of time, so I wasn't rushing. And I heard a pop, looked back, and that wagon kind of dumped. It was sending grain my way. So I quick slammed on the brakes and got it woed. And, of course, it dumped it, you know. And I managed to get the pin out and went back to the field, pulled up next to my dad and flagged him down in the combine. He was a little surprised to see me. And said, hey, I got a small problem over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we went wheeling back, and, and uh, like I said, the frame had already been, it was cracked and right. it was rusty. It had been broke for a little while, and it just happened to, to pop that day. And fortunately, it was on a dirt road, so there wasn't any traffic or anything to deal with. We had to grain back it, and of course, it started raining about the time we were finishing up. Yeah. 
I got it all done. I do not miss hauling grain with wagons. I won't all. do it again. The last time I did it, I thought, well, we got these nice wagons now, and this 11466 hadn't been off the farm forever. It was just an auger tractor now. I'm like, I'll take a load of town for old time's sake. Well, those wagons are a lot bigger now, so you can't see around them. The tires were so flat spot I had to stand most of the time because it was bouncing so bad yep. for the first three miles. And when I got back, I unhooked it, put the tractor in the shed. Dad's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nah, we're not doing that again. That's what we have semis for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had my uh, butthole puckering experience with turning the wagon over, too. Dad had just, uh, it was my great uncle's tractor, and Dad had just repainted it. Well, they'd stripped all the weights off of it, and they'd put new tires on it. Didn't have any fluid in the tires. And he had called me on a Saturday and said, hey, can you help me shell corn? Well, he's a small farmer, has still doing the grain carts and dump yeah. truck and stuff. And it was this field up on top, surrounded by woods, and he had to go down this dirt hill. And at the bottom of the hill was a 90-degree turn and then a low water crossing. So you got to be going pretty slow to make the corner. And uh, Not without flood, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were going pretty fast by the time we got to the corner. But uh, I said, man, I just, I don't, 11.30, Massey, which ain't a great big tractor anyway, no. and two wagons behind it. And I said, I just don't like this. He goes, oh, you'll be fine. I done it last year. Well, he did do it last year with a fully weighted tractor with fluid in the tires. Oh, yeah. And I started down it, and I don't know what gear I had it in, but it started speeding up, speeding up. Well, finally, it just, the tires just, I hit the brakes once, and that's all it took. Yeah. They were lock solid. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it straight going down the hill, and, and uh, I got to the bottom, and it turned the. I got it. I got it to the bottom, and the back one flipped over. I believe. Pushed the tractor sideways. Tractor got to the side of the hill, and the whole the whole rig came to a stop. You know. Yeah. And uh, he said, "I walked up there." He was kind of like, kind of surprised to see me walking up to the combine. You know. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Hey," I said, "One of the wagons turned over on me." And you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if he would have known it was my fault, he'd had a fucking come apart. But he looks at me and goes, oh, okay. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had about the same gut feeling I did as this, but yeah. you just told me to go ahead and do it. I remember, that's just been a couple years ago, ain't it? Uh, yeah, because you were behind me the next morning at the, at the elevator. Because after, he, pull, sticks and yeah, shit out after of he pulls off the pit, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, that thing was full of leaves and sticks and shit. Dirty corn. But he said, yeah, he should have just clutched it. And I was like, yeah, and done what? <laughs> Drove off into the creek? That would have been yeah. a lot better scenario. Yeah. But I didn't hurt the freshly painted tractor, so he was happy about that. Oh, that's yeah. good. I figured it flipped over wagons a hell of a lot better than a yeah. tractor laying on top of me. So yeah. We were, this has been years ago, my brother was in this tractor. We just traded for it. We were hauling wagons with it, or he was. And uh, he, he hollers on the radio at FM radios back then. Dad and I could tell he was in a panic. He was hauling the last mm -hmm. two loads of town. Dad and I were in a combine where we got finished up, and we were in a pickup truck. And brother was in a little bit of a panic. Huh. What's going on? Uh, I lost these wagons. What do you mean you lost the wagons? I, I can't find them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is strange. All right. So uh, we'll be there in a minute. So we take off, you know, the route he should have been taking. We get up there. There's a tractor. There's no wagons. Well, the pin had fell out that holds the drawbar on. Not out of the drawbar to right. the wagon. Right. Drawbar to the tractor. So the, the drawbar, drawbar the and the wagons were somewhere, yeah. 
Well, it was right when he let off the throttle to cross a bridge. And we let off, it took the tension off that pin. That pin fell out in those wagons. There's a driveway entrance right there. And they went out through the neighbor's field. <laughs> no. <laughs> the back one didn't make it. The back one went through the ditch and kind of collapsed the, right. the sides of it a little bit. And uh, well, the how front, far, the front I mean, surely front. he noticed right then. He noticed right then, okay. but he, couldn't, he went back and couldn't find him. Of course, right. it's dark, and back then tractors had enough lights on them to shine from me to you. And that's right, about yeah. as far as you could go, you yeah. know. This would have been in the 80s sometime. <laughs> and... Uh, so we finally, you know, there's some tracks. Yeah, we got there and get them and drug it real slowly to town and elevator stayed open so we could get the the grain off the back one before it completely collapsed and folded and dumped. Didn't lose any grain. Really? It wasn't a big deal. We found a pen, slid the ball back in the draw bar yeah. and pulled it all back. Wasn't a big deal. But but it uh, that wagon was on an all-over running gear, but the I don't remember what the box was, Kill Brothers or something. It did not survive. Yeah. I We could probably sit here all day and tell stories about local farm accidents and Mm-hmm. I'd imagine it's nationwide. Every oh, every sure. community has it. That well, the part that I can't figure out is we go through our shit with a fine tooth comb three times before spring and fall. I mean, just mm-hmm. always. You know which I got time to do it. So you're always just going through it, going through it. And we have enough trouble the way it is. And you yeah. see these hill jacks drag this shit out of the shed. Yeah, Didn't even look good. at it. Yeah. Just drag her out and go. Yeah. And then they wonder why they have all these problems. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, no I don't doubt. miss working on the old grain <laughs> tracks. No, no doubt. Hey, we're shelling corn today and our brakes don't work. Yeah. You mean the same brakes that haven't worked yeah. every fall for the last five years? Yeah, like exactly. Rigged together so you can harvest with it. So yeah. you can put through 300 miles on it. Oh, so you're needing it today. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're shelling corn. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that would have been nice in May or June, you know. Yeah. The worst screw-up I ever had on the pulling side of things, I was we were parked on a it was on a racetrack, and we were parked, so it was, the semi was at a, on a bank, and we were on a... We were riding with a buddy at the time because we had a couple poles that were pretty far away at the time, and he couldn't go to all of them or couldn't leave early, so we were taking his rig and both tractors and whatnot, and he was meeting us in the pickup truck here, and there we were kind of trading on and off. And uh, I went to load the tractor, and this was before I was old enough to, to pull it. I went to load it, and you know the governor's lope on those things? Well, I didn't rev it up enough, and it got to loping. Mm. And instead of just pushing in the clutch and letting it roll back, I panicked, and I went to hit the brakes to stop it on there. I only caught one brake. Oh, and that slung it off the side. Oh, yeah. So then it's off the side a little bit, and that's a real bad deal. Yeah. And the, another buddy of ours was there, backed his gooseneck underneath it real quick, and we got the tire back up and turned the tires and backed it on the trailer. Yeah. And it didn't hurt anything, but another two foot, and it would have got real ugly real yeah. quick. There's yeah. been a lot of people hurt loading and unloading tractors. Yeah. On the well, for sure. Well, Strasburg, when was that? Yeah. Back, that was in the 80s, wasn't it? Was 90s? Yeah, early 80s, late 70s. I forget when it was, yeah. but a long, long time ago. He had the, didn't the uh, throttle lever go through his neck? I believe so. Yeah. He was, that was like an old 4020, wasn't he? He was loading it. And I think so. That's been a long time ago. Yeah, I, don't remember, which, I mean, he killed him. I mean, it, yeah. But yeah, that was a bad situation. Yeah, that deal about got bad for me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's loading a tractor on a trailer is a pretty decent incline. Well, I can tell you one thing I always do now on tractors like that is I make sure the brake pedals are locked together. Right. Yep. Yeah. The ironic part about that is, you know, we locked the brake pedals to load it that well in the next pull. My brother never unlocked them, so he goes to hit the brake. He was mad at me, which it was my fault. Because I was competent to load the tractor, it wouldn't right. have been an issue. But, yeah, I was a lot more careful after that. Yeah, that stuff will make you pucker when shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. It happens fast. Yeah. Certain trailers are a nightmare to load on anyway. But. Any more mowing and shit, bush hogging, I don't even attempt that stuff. 
used to it didn't bother me and once i got married and had kids i'm like i'm not getting killed over mowing fucking grass i'm not i, I hear you i got I just, a spot one time and it wasn't bad i'd backed off and there was a little bit of a a washout cross ditch or something there and every time i would go to take off they would pick the front end up it was a three-point bush hog and it would lean over the one way i finally i hollered on the radio at dad and he brought the pickup truck and a tow strap mm-hmm. and just to keep the front end down because i was just sure that thing was i don't take a lot of risks on that anymore no because well, the part anymore. that throws me off too is for a few years in there, before we went to the bigger planter, we had a 7930 front wheel assist deer, you know, big cabin duels. Yeah. We got to mow with it. Well, hell with duels, you know, you yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Well, after we went to the bigger planter and a bigger tractor, we don't do that anymore. We mow with a little 7400 with no duels on it. And yeah. That's almost worse because you before you was comfortable, yeah, hell, yeah. I've been through here a hundred times. You forget yeah. you're not on the same tractor anymore. Yeah. And I just don't do it anymore. I, it ain't worth it to me over a little bit of grass. Well, a local local yeah. farmer here about seven or eight years ago flipped that 1066 over on him with duels, yeah. bat winging. And yeah. he's probably mowed that hillside for shit 50 years. Yeah. Yep. You know? Buddy of mine of Pennsylvania, they mowed some pretty steep stuff out there, and he always laughs. I'll be like, ah, I don't like to do this slope or that. So he's like, that's not even a hill. I'm like, in my part of the world, it is. He's like, right. you never yeah. go out where I live. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. No. And I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm, my ultimate mowing tractor would be a 9370 Case IH four-wheel drive with three-point and a 30-foot mounted batwing. Yeah. You're not going to flip it over. Exactly. You've you got plenty of traction. You're good to go. Yeah. yeah. Hell, some of the shit they mow for hay out there is crazy we were at a pull there's no way i'd ride a rack wagon <laughs> we were at a pull in hillsborough wisconsin one time and in the background they were chopping silage because we were lining up there or whatever and it was on a steep hill you know of course there was you know they do it a specific way so that you know right. rides to the high side or whatever i'm like no i'm good yeah i hear them guys at farm hill country you know they'll swing the auger out and kick it on for a second to get it full so they've got counterweight no yeah i'm out on that. yeah i'm a flatlander yeah yeah me too for sure i right. want things in square miles and i want it flat yeah, yeah. I know back when you used to help my cousin chop silage there on the dairy farm, the crew was out of Waterloo, Illinois, and they would get down into Missouri mm-hmm. and all them. And they just thought it was the greatest thing in the world coming up here. You had flat yeah. half-mile throughs, you know. Yeah. They're down there on them hillsides and There's dragging trucks. There's around Waterloo and that that I would not yeah. be able yep. to. Yeah, you could get up here, boy. You could make some hay with an eight-row chopper on half-mile throughs, man. Yeah. Semis, you could really chop her in a hurry. We're in the pretty, well, the flattest part of the state. Even yeah. northern Illinois has got a lot of more rolling hills mm-hmm. than we yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, if you get, like, in Flatville area, that's probably as flat as it gets. Right, yeah. But, but yeah, we are pretty flat. But Illinois is the second flattest state in the U.S. Is it really? Florida's number one, Illinois is number two. Hmm. Yep. I believe it. Yeah. Everybody thinks we were just out in Kansas at a shoot two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and uh, went through the Flint Hills and stuff, and I love Kansas. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, Kansas is flat, which you get out to western, western it Kansas. is, but... Yeah, I Eastern Kansas, Kansas is like pretty. where, where yeah, I, I lived it. when I was cutting yeah. weed. It's rolling as shit out yep. there. Yeah, those Flint Hills and uh, have you been through the Flint Hills? I assume you have. Uh, what part of the state is it? So southwest of Kansas City, like Kansas City to Wichita. Okay, yeah, the Flint I've been, Hills yep. right there. Okay. Yep, been through there. And just cow pastures. Hell, there's no houses for miles and miles. Yep. I, I assume somebody lives out there somewhere because somebody's ranching. Sure, but yeah, one of the most badass vacations I ever went on was to Kansas. Was it? Yeah. We returned wheel weights to Heston, Kansas, because it cost too much to ship them. So we loaded four people in a standard cab pickup truck, and we drove to Heston, Kansas to return some wheel weights. Really? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that is a vacation you will not forget. <laughs> that's probably the truck your brother's got now. Yeah, it was one before that. I think that was the same trip we got hit. Maybe I don't remember. We got hit by a drunk driver. 
It was in that truck, but I don't remember if it was the same trip or not. And not because we had a, a cushion bumper on it, had six grade eight bolts, and it was welded. And it sheared that whole thing off, dropped it on the ground. Radiator, that little Nissan truck fell out on the ground. That guy drove off. No kidding. <laughs> he made it about half a mile. He ran into something else. <laughs> I thought he was going to say 30 miles since it's no. a Nissan. I thought he was going to say he, poured, he stopped and poured Lucas oil. and didn't get going. Poured it full of Lucas. Off he went. Well, if he had known. Exactly. Yeah, that was yeah. before Lucas was a big deal. Yeah. This would have been an, that was an 83 Ford or 84. It was 84. So. Yep, yeah. back then the cop didn't think nothing about four people in a regular cab truck. You yeah. know, it's little kids and everything. Because I remember I had a glass bottle Coke, and I had just taken a drink of it, and I handed it to Dad. And when we got hit, and then it flew out the window because it had windows down. And when he hit it, it chucked it out the window. No kidding. Otherwise, I'd have probably swallowed the darn thing, you know. <laughs> Busted all your teeth out. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yep. But tell you how much different times were, though. The cop. So we end up having to go to the cop shop, you know, and fill out the reports and this, that, and the other. Well, you want to you want to see the guy? Uh, he would never let you oh, talk to him now, you know. It's like, <laughs> no, we don't, we, don't, we don't need to see him, you know. You want to jump his ass? For, yeah. yeah your well, my mom was pretty upset. She, she got whiplash in her neck and screwed her back all up and still to this day from that. But So what, just but, throw uh, the her back in the truck? And yeah, hold the house. Her home. Yeah, got rid of. We already got rid of the wheel weights, so we had room for the bumper. <laughs> well, didn't you tell me one time your dad backed home from Effingham? Yeah, the transmission went out of his truck, so he backed most of the way home till the floorboard got hot. But then he was within FM radio range, and then he could just holler at mom to come in. Back, right, right down behind the, the curve and everything. Yeah. Back right around the curve, yep. all the way to the. So, farm. so for those of you listening, Effingham's about ten miles away. It's straight yeah. shot on the highway, but he backed her right down the highway, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, but, traffic then, I'm sure. Yeah, it's not. It, was, it, well, it was a four-lane then, and it was, right. but that's when they saw the curve. He backed around the curve. And by the time we got to the farm, the floorboard was getting pretty warm. That was the worst truck we ever owned, by far. They just put a transmission in it, too. I think ate those like candy. But it was a C6, too, so I mean, those things don't even go out. They don't even cause trouble. Oh, I thought maybe you don't say it's the only Dodge you guys ever owned. No, we had a Dodge once. Did you really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not for very long, but yeah, we had one. It's a shame old cash for clunkers ate up all them old trucks. I mean, you don't yeah. see them on the road or no, nothing you don't anymore. See that stuff. I mean, the, the best one we ever had was an old GMC, full time four wheel drive, but the front axle was geared just a touch slower than the back in yeah. GM's infinite wisdom. So as soon as it snowed, that thing was a death trap because you're in four wheel drive, you think you're good, but it pushes the front end everywhere you go. Right. <laughs> had a great heater is about the only thing I could say for that truck. Rode like shit, drove like crap. Couldn't go anywhere, rain, sleet, or snow, or shine. It got about one and a half mile a gallon. We didn't own it very long either. But back then, Dad swapped trucks around, and we took them in on trade, right. this, that, and the other. Probably one of the few people in the world to ever own a Ford Courier. Oh. We had a Ford Courier at one time, a little parts truck. I remember we had, it only had two seats in it, so I sat on a pillow on the hump of the console. Is that about like a little Chevy Love or it something? It was kind of like a Ranger, only smaller, okay. if I remember right. It was the exact same paint scheme as my truck was. Ford fucking Ranger. Before, yeah, exactly. Ford fucking Courier. Before, we, the, when, before I redid my black truck when I was 16, it was the same, that same Explorer two-tone gray paint. Is that? They were, they were matching. I don't know if I've ever heard of a Courier. No? Yeah, that's what they were. Some bitch probably worth some money now, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's long since gone now. He sold that and that GMC. I remember they'd come by with a car hauler and loaded them both up. I don't know who bought them. And they took them both in that same load. The old, the old beaters with a heater are damn near a thing of the past. Hell, yeah. you can't hardly find anything. That, no. The old, I, the I old, can't. Hell, I gave $50 for a D-150, or no, a D-50, a little Dodge, like a Ranger. Yeah. 
This is like 90,000 miles. I drove that son of a bitch everywhere. I gave yeah. like 100 bucks, 150 bucks yeah. for it, I think. Yeah. You Which, can't do that anymore. You know, granted, the trucks are 40 years old now, but, you know, in the late 90s when we were 16, I mean, hell, there was late 70s yeah. Ford trucks everywhere, everywhere, which they were only 20 years old then. Now they're 40. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, now I, they're worth 10 times what they were then. But, man, that cash for clunkers, you know, and everybody could get yeah. whatever that was, you know, several thousand dollars for that shit. They Another destroyed The government screwed up for us. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time I met a late 70s truck on the road, you know, whether it was fixed up or not. I mean, yeah. you just don't see them. Yeah. Any of that stuff. I mean, you try to find an 8886 Ford. They're tough to find. I'd love to have an 88. Yeah. I don't care what year. Preferably an 85, just because that's what I used to have. But I don't really care. The Good, 70s probably easier to find. They're a little but, more popular than yeah. the than But you got to tell me what that shit was bringing. It's oh, like, it's good insane. God. It's insane. Yeah, it's all high now. I, did you ever know where your old truck you had in U16, where it ever ended up? Or I don't know where it went. I'm sure it's going now. Yeah. Okay. That was a nice truck. I'd like to have a I'd like to have a gas version one back just because I'd like my kids to experience the fact that nothing will start because carburetors suck. But <laughs> I'd feel inject it. But something with glass packs and whatnot so you can cackle off and drive around or whatnot. Because yeah. that, that's yeah. going by the wayside, too. They're oh, never yeah. going to know that. You're never going to know the fun of Exactly. Of being able to hear your buddy three miles before he gets there. You yeah. know, you hear the roar of the super swamp. Actually, you know what? Glass packs, this you know? is our million-dollar idea. we got to invent some kind of speaker system so when electric vehicles come out, you can still rack the pipes <laughs> off. Now, it's going to have to be. They had, a mo- they had a movie with that. Oh, they did. Kevin James was in it. Yeah, they was. He was well, you're, you're too late, Tony. Too late to the party. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Day late, a dollar short. Way to go, Chris. Way to run his dream. Yeah. Right here. I had the million dollar idea. We yeah. were all going to retire. But. <laughs> I have a million dollar idea. Oh, so do I. What's your? You go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell it because I don't think you can do it because because uh, you have to go into the batteries and and change them. But so everybody has these mobile. You throw your phone on the console or your truck. You yeah. throw it on this little pad. Yep. Do it for fucking tools. Yeah. You got electric impact. Fucking you're working on something. Throw it up on your box. It's charging the battery. Why are you working on shit? Yeah. Yeah. You never have to change batteries. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you mine. Now you you can't actually you yeah you can take this run with it if you want to. Okay. Nothing I hate any more in the world than weed eating. Right. Right. I hate it. Roundup. They invented it. Yep. You're but, right on that one too. <laughs> right. But. Now, now they're probably going to end up banning that for it's all said and done. Why can't we make a mower deck with a weed eater head attached to the edge of it? So as I mow around the tree, it weed eats around the trees, I go along in the mower. Hey. And you get to the next one, you just go right around the tree. You first, power it with a Milwaukee battery, and when you pull it back into the shed, the first so is wrapped up in a chain link fence is going to sue them. <laughs> but we, we were talking, you know, remember when you said shop class in school, they had guards on all the blades, but yeah. they were spring-loaded, so when you pushed the board yeah. in, the guard went yeah. down. So you could have the guard on top where you can't get your foot in it, right. but when you get close to the tree, the guard folds back, and you can weedy right around it. That's I, an idea. I'm telling you, it can be done. There, that's your million-dollar idea. You know what I did last time I needed weed eating done, Christian? Roundup. No. Oh, I grabbed Tony's son. I had him do it. <laughs> he did a great job of it, too. And he yeah. was super tickled to do it. I don't know what Tony's complaining about. He well, didn't about, have any trouble at my I place. about broke the weed eater out Thursday, I think, I mowed. I was on a weed eat, and I was like, nope, fuck, I'm getting the Roundup back out. <laughs> and think about it. On, on your normal pass through the yard, that's like another 10 inches that you gain if you let the weed eater head run. That's you know? true. So Then your battery's going to be dead, though. Well, that's yeah. true, yeah. But Well, yeah. You'd have to have it run off the belt, just run off the same pulley that runs. Yeah, I just want it on a Milwaukee. I just want to use the Milwaukee head, the little short shaft. Yep. That way it's easily replaceable, chargeable, good to go. Yep. Doesn't require complex linkage. You just need a little deal to hold it. I've seen a guy that 
he should patent it on the on a river in Missouri one time. We was tubing. We heard bing going up the river. And, what the fuck? Here came a dude on a tube, toting another tube with a cooler in it. And had a weed ear over his shoulder with a propeller on it. It's <laughs> no shit. Buzzing up and down the river. I bet that would work pretty good, actually. <laughs> Uh, necessity's the mother of invention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I think the safety requirements on that for production would be probably, yeah, I don't think you'd get that through. Well, sure. I'm sure that what environmental agency doesn't want the two-stroke. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've run the two-stroke engine. Yeah. You don't know what I'd get for a brand new 250R. Yeah. I'm in no condition to ride one, but boy, I'd still like that. Man, them things bring gold dude. Yes, yeah, they do. Nice ones. I saw a post on TikTok the other day. It's things, you know, we survived in the 80s, this, that, and the other, and it's three-wheelers and yard darts and all that stuff. I'm like, see, that's natural selection, though. Right. Some things are meant to hurt people that are not smart enough to run them. Yep. I mean, you put all that safety stuff on it, and then you end up overpopulated. Yeah. Yep. Hot coffee signs. Yeah. Why the fuck is there any... I saw one the other day, it was a gas or diesel nozzle, and it said, do not insert in mouth or rectum. <laughs> now, have you ever been at a gas station and thought, you know? I'd like to have that up my ass. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I better fill my own gas here. Huh? <laughs> I just always ate beans when I needed to. The thing is, yeah. some some bitch out there is you know, It had to happen yeah. for the standard yeah. to be out there. Yeah. yeah, that's not the first time. Yeah. Uh, so if you're that guy. Don't don't watch our listen to our podcast. Don't uh, don't comment if you're, if you're that guy. <laughs> you stay wherever you're yeah, at. You stay, we'll wherever stay wherever you're at. at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wherever you're at in California, you just stay there. Yeah, and the stuff we had as kids wasn't really that dangerous. I mean, yard darts. I never got hit with a yard. I dart. never got hit with a yard dart either. But looking back, it's like. Yeah, my kids probably can't run those. <laughs> my brother and I played with those a bunch. We never once got hurt, which is amazing. That throwing five pounds of steel <laughs> in the air wouldn't get you, but it right. never did. We didn't even have the hoops. That's the best part. All our parents ever got us was the darts themselves. Exactly. We didn't have a target. We're just throwing them in the air yeah. like idiots. Yeah. yeah, most of that shit we never played the way you were supposed to. No. We're using those paper airplanes. We're trying to hit each other. Can't get it done. Like you know? mouse. You just yeah. see how hard you whack the ball. Yeah, no, you're just trying yeah. to break the, the mouse. That's yeah. what you're trying to do. <laughs> Nobody ever set up the course. No. That's a lot of work. Yeah. I'll bet if I asked my kids what croquet was, they wouldn't even know. My kids would know, but they probably couldn't functionally do it. But they, they would know. Now, three-wheelers, that was probably a legitimate band there. There was a lot of people getting... At the time, I was pretty upset about it, though. That's all we had. The bad part, a three-wheeler, you feel safe and confident, but it's really not. (laughs) But I never got hurt on a three-wheeler. Well, I shouldn't say that. The only time I got hurt on a three-wheeler is when my brother ran into stuff, and I was riding with him. By myself, I never got hurt on a three-wheeler. Four-wheeler, yes, but three-wheeler not. I just rode my three-wheeler last weekend. I love them. I got the side-by-side kick for a while. Side-by-sides are fun. I want a 350 beer, X again. The three-wheeler is so much one, fun to ride. Which yeah. I've seen. More fun riding and you can float them down the river. Yep. You can cross anything in a three-wheeler because yep. they would float. Yep. There's, I've seen a few videos on TikTok now, and, and there'll just be something random, not even talking about the three-wheeler, but you'll see some old codger go by in his three-wheeler. There's about 900 comments. God yeah. damn, I'd give anything to have one of them yep. again. <laughs> it always cracks me up. You know, these new side-by-sides, they got Fox shocks, and you get all this fancy suspension and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hell, we were happy when three-wheelers started getting shocks yeah. just on the front. Like, yeah. if you got one that had shocks on the front, 
Oh, yeah. You're pretty tall cotton. Yeah, that one yeah. I got's got shocks on the front. It's got the front rack and the headlight. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty fancy. Is, you're good to go. We, we had a Honda. Had the air I don't, I don't like the shocks works. It's still rough and fuck. Yeah. But. We had a Honda 200, but it was the... It wasn't the S or the X. It was the full size, the, the regular 200. That's what this we was, They were just red and white. They're not. I mean, the whole machine was red, and then the yeah. 200, where it said yeah. 200, was written in white, but it was didn't yeah. have no, it had a rack on the back, but no. We had the same thing. But what would they make? Like, an, was there an S and an X? An S, S was small. The an X, S was like the bare bones, no rack, just. Yeah, uh, and it okay. was a little smaller, wasn't it? The S was, I think. Uh, was it? The I, X I, was the performance version. I ended up with one of them. We took yeah. the motor out of our regular 200. A buddy of mine had a 200X with a blown motor and put it in that. And the X was pretty good because it had front and rear suspension yeah. and yeah. narrow tires. That was an awesome Was the X red and white? Well, it depended on the year. Okay. 86, they were all white and blue. Mine was red and white, but I think yeah. mine was an 85. Yep. Um, I don't know what year, but I would have called ours like the, the work version. You, It wasn't yeah. the racing. No, ours that. was the work version. That was an 83 yeah. when we had that. Okay. Yep. But yeah, you, I mean, there wasn't an ounce of suspension. I mean, no. The front forks were solid. Balloon tires. You know, <laughs> yeah. you Dad used to race them over at Greenup. They used to flat track them over yeah. at Greenup. Yep. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, you get those, we always had, uh, one of them had woolly boogers on them. We ended up with a pair of them. One had mm-hmm. woolly boogers, and the other had like a generic woolly booger, like a striker or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get those things in the river, you just hop off, stand next yep. to it, run the throttle, yep. and it just paddle itself right yep. across. You hit the bank, hop on, off you go. I know on ours, on a paved road, if it had a crown, they would pull like oh, a yeah. bastard. Of course, being a little kid back yeah, then, right. it was all you could do to keep it on the road. Yeah. Now, gravel was totally fine, but yeah. if it was on pavement, that thing was yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, those were the good old days. Ours was never the same after my brother ran it wide open down the Rolled Railroad right away to Moden back. Well, it wasn't the same after That's that. pretty good haul. Yeah, it's longer <laughs> than you should go. Yeah. yeah. That was back when the gear shifts, you all pushed down to shift. You know, yeah. everything else from there on, you, you pulled yeah. up with your foot to shift one, yeah. two, three, four. Then you always pushed down. You also yeah. can't ride them to town with no oil in them. No, that's bad. Yeah, we have another set of friends that found that out. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Still hold a grudge over it to this day. <laughs> For those of you listening, if you know Caleb Ogle in the polling circuit, he's my cousin. He lives here locally. Yeah. Uh, ask him about his brother riding his three-wheeler town with no oil. He went to, he drained the oil and went to Bolts to get oil because he didn't have oil. Well, Brandon came out in the garage and decided he was going to town, so he hopped on it. To town he went. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite make her. <laughs> and, if you know, and if you know Caleb, he is still pissed to this day. This yeah. happened 30 years ago. <laughs> I had a customer did that to his pickup truck. He was changing the oil, and his wife called him and said, hey, supper's ready. So he went inside, had supper, and pretty soon he sees his dad drive off in his truck. He's like, oh, he must have finished changing the oil. Yeah, no. No big deal. <laughs> he went out in the shop. Oh, shit, there's the plug and the filter and everything and pretty soon his dad came back this truck's making a lot of noise actually it didn't hurt it any though really we, we dropped the pan and pulled the bearings uh, it had Schaefer's oil in it and it really didn't hurt anything I don't think we even rolled bearings so we put the pan back on it and filled it back up with oil and it was good to go there's a guy here local done the same thing he had a neighbor that was from Chicago and so this yeah. guy that lived here he was a farmer and he had a little I'm, I'm going to say it was like a 240 international it was some little utility tractor yeah. and he told the guy you know, hey, anytime you need to use it, just come over and get it. And same way, he was having trouble. He had the oil pan off of the tractor sitting next to it, but the guy from Chicago he don't know. didn't register with him. He just gets on it, fires it up, backs it up. Shit. Yeah, he didn't make it. red warning light was like, ah. Yeah. yeah. So I think his uh, use it anytime you want yeah. just got revoked. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we're going to ask first. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, it happens. Yeah, it does. It. 
I always try to make a habit of if I know I'm not going to get oil back in it the same day I drain it, I pull the key. Yeah. Because pretty much on our farm, it's standard procedure that if the key is out of it, don't start. Right. Don't go looking yeah. for one to put in it. Start. It's out of it for a reason. Other than that, yeah. the keys are in everything. So yeah. that helps. And luckily, we don't have 25 people in and right. out jumping on yeah. tractors, you know. There's only a couple, three of you. Exactly. So that's not a big yeah. deal. Yep. But yeah, that's always the, the key for don't start it is if the key is out of it. The key's out of it. There's a reason. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Some shit will run longer without oil than you, yeah, than think, you think. It, think it will. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of impressive. My mom right? had an old push mower that uh, the deck had rusted out or whatever. So we fired her up on Duralube. And the drain plug was rounded out of it, too. We finally just drilled a hole in the bottom of the plug. It's got, you know, push more junk. Right. We finally got tired of putting gas in it. That thing rang forever. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how good Duralube is. <laughs> or if it was just, you know, it's a little push more and it didn't need it. That thing, we finally, like, yeah, yeah. we're tired of listening to it run. We're tired of filling it up with gas. That Duralube must be good. I've told you before, I need to just go buy a $20 push more on Facebook that still runs. And just, for the boy, just tell yeah. me, hey, tear it apart. You know what I mean? Tear it down. I right? got a you free know. one you can have. Yeah. Really? That way I'll never there's, push mode. There's again. nothing more painful than push mode. I always told my mom, like, it either gets mowed with the rider or with the weed eater. We don't need a push mower. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, push mowers are useless. I hate that. My wife had a self-propelled one when we got married. And our yard wasn't super big. She just thinks it goes at this lightning speed. Well, it's about three gears slower than I walk. Yeah. So you're trying to overrun that thing all the time. What a, just annoys me to no end. We still got it, taking up space. I haven't used it in 20 years, but we still got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not the push mowing type. I, not anymore. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you can't get nothing done. You know, no. it just takes forever. And that self-propelled one, you can't mow a ditch bank because you can't pull it back and forth. Right. You're pulling against the thing all the time. It's miserable. I'm waiting to see Carolyn just get pissed off sometime and come home with a big Kubota diesel zero turn. I, I have actually offered to buy her a new mower, and she don't want one because she's scared she'll tear it up. She's like, you know, the one that we got now, it don't matter if I hit something, you know, you're, you're not going to say nothing. If you get a new one, then I'll end up hitting something. And I'm like, well, you got a point there. So, yeah, I, I fear if she needs one, I'll go plant backs for a year and get a free one. <laughs> I hate spending money on mowers. Oh, I, mowing yard yeah. is the biggest waste of time and money. But by the same token, a good mower, there's <coughs> nothing worse than having to have a mower that you have to work on every yeah, right. freaking time you want to mow. I don't work on it. I just go buy another $200 well, mower. Well, I hear you there. Run it to look quick. My dad bought a grasshopper mower in 19, I think it was 87. That's when like a zero-turn mower was brand new. Yeah. And that thing has mowed an absolute shitload. And still runs like a top to this yeah. day. He brought up the shop. I had to weld the deck back together a couple, two or three years ago. I mean, it just has literally wore through because he's yeah. always shedded it and took care of it. It didn't rust because he yeah. wasn't taking care right. of it. But, man, that thing has got to have a pile of hours on yeah, it. Yeah, probably before they put hour meters on. Yeah, it is. That, it's a Grasshopper 1212 with a Kohler motor. And that thing has, and he's never done nothing to it. I think he, you know, I mean, your battery and a yeah. belt here or there, your typical stuff. But That's my dad's new kick. He's on the old garden tractor. The 60s lawnmowers kick. Really? They're pretty cool machines. I mean, well, one thing I'll have to say, Cup Cadet's deck sucked, and they didn't turn short enough to mow with. But those hydros are super fun to lay black marks in the shed with. Well, his, his so are if you go back and forth, a, a Cup Cadet, 1650 Cup Cadet, all you want, those hydros are indestructible. His are all the old John Deere's, the old uh, single cylinder, and they, they look just like a little tractor. Well, of course, because the tractors at the time only had two cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a half a tractor. Yeah, it was half a tractor. That's, That's true. true. You know why there's so many John Deere antiques, Nathan? Because they made them 30 years longer than right. anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but hell, like when my dad was a kid, they didn't even mow yard back then. I mean, it was it was. I mean, people in town might have, but a lot of people in the country didn't. I mean, they they really didn't. They, <laughs> my dad had an electric lawnmower, or his parents did. So when he got tired of mowing, he'd accidentally cut the cord. There you so go. So by the time they got done the electric mower, the cord was about ten foot long. <laughs> kept slicing it. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. mow very far. Yeah, I think Grandpa caught on at some point. <laughs> Maybe this is intentional. <laughs> Uh, so your yeah. dad was going green a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to see people with them electric weed eaters, you know, dragging nine hundred thousand pounds of cord with them. It's like, God, just go had buy no, a gas. Had no power. When yeah. you can run a weed eater all summer on three gallons of yeah. gas. Yeah. 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 yeah I no don't doubt. get it. <laughs> I tell you, my grandpa growing up, I'll bet his yard, and I'm not exaggerating. I know you've been by there years ago. His yard was probably at least three acres, if not four. And, you know, heaven forbid we spend any money. I mean, this was, a, and I'm not knocking a guy. Don't misunderstand this here. I mean, it was coming from the guy who'd put used field cultivator sweeps on a field cultivator. Right. You know, come time to buy a lawnmower, he'd go find some errands with a 38-inch deck on. It's like, <laughs> God. I mean, it would literally be literally an all-day affair mowing yeah. from 8 o'clock in the morning till dark. You'd finally get done. Yeah. It's like, God. I hope it doesn't rain this yeah. week. So you don't it's like, it just again. go yeah. buy something that's got a little bit of size to it here. My brother and my mom would always laugh. Dad would always be riding us back when we had a normal, you know, lawnmower. You guys were always backing up. You're always doing this, that. I can mow this whole yard and never back up. So one day he's got to prove it to us. I'm like, well, yeah, you can if you don't get close to anything. <laughs> yeah, you, you can, but you do a shitty job of mowing. I'm not taking a lot of grief from you anymore, you know. <laughs> well, Dad just bought a uh, bush hog attachment for his kid's deer. So there's not a safe tree in Shelby County. <laughs> well, if he wants to practice, I got some stuff he can oh, work yeah, on. He, yeah. Maybe I'll bet him he can't do it. He's I, That's why I give him shit all the time. Like, you're the only guy I know that builds a house in the middle of the woods and isn't. Wants to live on the prairie so bad, you cut down every Everybody tree. that builds a house in the yeah. woods does that. I'm the same way. We got this house here. You can't see nothing looking out here. I told the wife I'm buying everything across the road, and I'm clear-cutting every bit of it. I'm, I hate it. I'm a flatlander. I want to be able to see for miles. No, Dad loves living in the woods, but he's just like, He's got oh, that I got, attachment. I got, yeah, I got a chainsaw on that tree that has one dead leave on it, so it's done. We got to go <laughs> cut it down. I hate it. I want to be able to see as far as the eye can see. I just I hate it. <laughs> you want to live up by Dalton City. where you I do. I want to. Yep. Resource flats. Yeah. Yep. When the Indians are coming, I want to be able to see it. Yeah. Not me. I'd rather be in the woods. Now, the house I grew up in, that was in the middle of the web. And the only place you could see there was straight up. Yeah. yeah I mean, that. But this place here, you can see to the south, but you can't see shit to the north or the west. But it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so, I went over there and, uh, to borrow the plasma cutter this week one evening and do a little welding on some stuff. And he was mowing the yard. Do what? Plasma cutters generally don't weld. They cut. Well, they were cutting and then I... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, one before the other. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> That's why I did. I didn't want you to get flamed and be like, that Cushman doesn't know uh, what a plasma cutter does. But... uh he said, yeah, I'm going to go bush hog a little bit. And I just heard the god awfulest commotion going on. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? Well, then he came back on the skid steer and was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see that deal on TikTok? I should have sent it to you. The guy had, he made just a little two-wheel frame. 
with the, the with the yeah. arm on the side that spun. He was taking down some pretty good. Yes, he was because Cody Gayer said that to me. I'm like that sheet of plywood on the back of that Packer is <laughs> yeah. not near enough protection. Yeah, you cannot exactly. pay me enough. No, no I want to be within a quarter away. mile of that thing. Where I, where I used to live, I heard this god awful racket one day. I'm like, man, that is loud. It's kind of odd. And it, it, you'd hear it, and it'd stop, and you'd hear it, and it'd stop. I'm like, I don't see what this is. You know, maybe somebody needs something. There, there's a situation going on here. Well, they were cutting brush over top of the pipeline that runs through there, and they just had it was just log chains that spun, mm-hmm. and that which just mutilates a tree. You know, right. and they're just taking down small trees because they do it every so many years or whatever. But man, does that make a racket? Oh, oh yeah, and it looks super fun to run, but. From the road was as close as I wanted to be to yeah. it. I'm like, what happens when a link comes off of that thing? And well, yeah. did that dude just have a four inch square tubing as a cutter blade. I couldn't tell if it was flat steel or. I couldn't tell. Did either, you see it? It looked like my thought is that I would get some road grader blades. Yeah. If I was going to do it. Yeah. But yeah, he was sitting there and what a very big tractor. No. A little 30, 40 horse tractor. Yeah. And when he first started, it was like, Oh, ain't that ain't, and he must have had a gear reduction box. That's something that's like, my, <laughs> was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> my thing is, <laughs> you know, because for those of you listening to this, blade, it, it didn't spin the direction like of a normal mower blade. It no, was sideways. Yeah, this thing's vertical. Spun vertical. vertical yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what do you do when you get misjudged? You get to a giant tree trunk and that thing comes slapping around. <laughs> Something, <laughs> something's going to give. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Cody sent that to me and he said something about the most sketchy piece of farm equipment you'll see today or whatever it was. And it wasn't. Three videos after that, I was scrolling TikTok, and I'll show you guys when we're done here. There was some dude, he was in Russia, because it's all written in Russian. He's got all these truck axles turned upside down with tire rims and then blades welded. I saw that. <laughs> yep. I saw that. Looked like it worked pretty good. It did. That's actually, Russians are pretty ingenious, because they have nothing over exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. makes the shit out of, yeah. yeah. I've seen choice. that heli's pulling like a four-wheeler, just an old yeah. truck axle, and, I mean, no safety at all. But, well, you don't you know. need that. Yeah. Nope, they... They get to not have all the safety shields like we got now. Yeah. <laughs> Father-in-law picked up a half-inch chain with a seven-foot bush hog a couple of years ago, and he said it will in a, kill a thirty ten. believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, I can <laughs> Yeah. I can believe that. Yeah, I'd imagine that makes a hell of a vibration Yeah. the split second before it kills a tractor. Some jack bag threw a bunch of tires out on one of our road ditches. The first one of those we found was what the bush hog was. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. On a like on a bat wing or whatever, like I mean what is PTO speed? It's a little over two thousand or little under two thousand RPMs on a tractor. They're always flagged. Yeah, it depends it, on the tractor. Yeah. yeah. So is that speed in the gearbox or is that actually tip speed of the blades when they say No, that'd just be to make the PTO the, run a thousand RPMs. Yeah, so, so that's the shaft is turning the that. The shaft's turning that. Yeah. So your gearbox could adjust it to usually mores, I don't know, like in the in the lawn and garden world, so like residential mowers turn at X, right, and commercial mowers turn at X plus some, right, exactly. And there's a regulation on that, like Dixie Chopper can't turn theirs any faster right. than Kubota or whatever, but that's why Dixie right. Chopper has the dual blades, yeah, to essentially make it turn yep. twice as fast, yep. I think is the theory on that, but and residential turns slower, that's why they don't do as nice a job mowing. Exactly. I assume ag maybe on bush hogs there's some restriction on that. Could too. be. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I have no idea what the tip speed would be on, like, a batwing blade. I mean, because that's, that's where you're getting your cutting is the right. speed. You know? We'll get some of that reflective tape and a hand tack. You tack it for yeah, us. Yeah, you, you stand I'll there. I'll video. You tack. <laughs> well, i got to run the drag. Oh. Yeah. Huh. But you ain't doing nothing, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Uh, well, when Dad was road commissioner, he used to rent the tractor with the 
ditcher. Yeah, the mower up top. The mower, and, man, that thing eats some shit. That's crazy. What yeah, we had for. a neighbor. He had one, and, and he was doing some custom work, and he done some for us, and it does a phenomenal job around fields. But God, they make a mess. I mean, it throws that shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Got a lot I always of, want that helicopter from that Bond movie. Yeah. The blades. Just come through and go around all my fields, clip that shit off. Yeah. Trees don't belong anywhere near a field. No, they don't. They're not that bad to rent. I mean, I really don't think it'd be that bad for a farmer. But when are you going to do it? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. When the crops aren't in, you're, you're trying yep. to farm. Yeah. It was nice the fields he went around because we try to hang back a little bit anyway where you can mow around some of that yeah. stuff. But he was just getting the big stuff. You're, you're, not off, getting... you're off to time it to when the fields are froze where you can do it in the winter maybe. But Yeah, yeah in fact, that's when he done ours was in the winter. And yeah. was able to pick it all up behind him. But yeah, man, it throws shards of shit everywhere. Yeah. You, you got to pick it up a bit. But it sure makes it nice. But, man, it's amazing what them things will take. I mean, yeah. you, I can't believe them gearboxes don't just fly into a zillion you know, like pieces. those ones you're talking about on a skid loader. Them guys will just go up to a pretty good-sized tree and just, yeah. We used to have this old shitty three-point bush hog, and the rule was if you could shove it over, it'll chop it. So yeah. you just back over yeah. it, yeah. shut it down, it'd shudder. I don't know why he was cutting the air night, but it sounded probably bigger than it should have been. <laughs> but those forester heads are bad son bitches, yeah. too. Yeah, they are, boy. They'll go in, in a... Woods, I get just yeah, nothing, just mulch. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how in the hell they take it though. That just oh, you think it just be a machine to death? You oh, you think? I mean, I don't think I'd want to own a skid loader that's had one of them attached to it no. its whole life. I mean, no, can't be good on things, but they seem to work. I mean, yeah, for sure. I don't know. That stuff's come a long way. Wouldn't that have been something hundred years ago to see something like that roll in and Oh yeah. Two guys with a crosscut saw and you pull yeah. next to him with your bush hog and hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit's expensive, but boy, it it sure makes light work out of stuff. Yeah. I just seen a memory on Facebook I shared a year or two ago of some old timers on some walking behind a couple mules or, you know, an old John Deere or an M or whatever and Two bottom, three bottom plow. You imagine farming. You know, it's a wonder anybody stayed on the farm back then. Right. I mean, I yeah. guess. Why would you want to? I guess yeah. if you didn't know any better, yeah. it's it's kind of like we look at dairy farmers today. It's like, I mean, why the hell did you get up at three? But three? then you didn't come home and sit in the AC the rest of the day. Yeah. Because you didn't have AC. You sweated your ass off. Yeah. yeah. I guess if you didn't know any better, you we have it too easy. But And I guess looking back, I've said it a hundred times. That's where I'm thankful growing up. Like with my grandpa, where I did, you know, we had a 55 John Deere combine, right. upgraded to a 4,400 gas, which was just amazing to me, which was still wore out when he got it. Yeah. You know, no air conditioning, open cab tractors, and I loved every minute of it. Didn't think nothing about the, it. The kids these days are going to be limited. If, if they are born into a successful farm with all newer equipment, yeah. they're not going to have a clue to yeah. run anything. Nope. You know, it's all... Hey, you hop in it. GPS does it. Some of yep. that stuff you don't know how bad it is unless you've experienced the other side. So exactly. that's all they. That's all you knew. Yes, yeah. you know, a nice air conditioned cab wasn't an option, so you didn't care. Yep, right. you didn't think nothing about it. Yep, that's what it took to get the work done. You went on. And really, it's just like my son has never experienced square baling hay, and to some degree, it's not his fault because nobody does it anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just the way that things have evolved and changed. You know, I've. Yeah. I've never plowed behind a mule because you don't do it no more. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where we're getting to the transition where there's a lot of this stuff that we done as kids that yeah. shit, that's all I used to do all summer. Yeah. Hell hey for people. And I am thankful because luckily at our age we caught the tail end of all that stuff, but got to see the new stuff. Yeah. 
know, anybody that's 15, 20 years younger than us, a lot of that stuff, they didn't get to see. We were young enough to understand the technology relatively easy, but old enough to experience the... Big big squares were just starting to come around. Yeah. And now, shit, that's all anybody does. Yeah. You know, I mean, a few guys still round bell, but... Yeah, and that's where the small squares almost bring a premium anymore because yeah. you got your few horse people that they don't yeah. need, you know, 40 somebody big, and they have was, no way to handle big somebody squares. Somebody was yeah. telling me. Well, and if you're going to a county fair or something, yeah. you know, you're not taking a big square with you. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody was telling me that just shit grass hay is like six bucks a bell. Straw's five, I know, for small squares. God, it's crazy. Yeah. But I guess you got to add inflation to that, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but shit, I remember... When hay was dollar, dollar fifty for good for good yep. hay. Yeah. You know. But when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, work all afternoon, small square baling hay for five bucks an hour. Yep. And of course my dad would tell me then when he done it, yeah. I, I don't remember it was two cents a bale or whatever they got. I mean, yeah. you know, it was substantially less than the five dollars oh, that I, I was getting. I remember back in the day, dairy right down the road, you'd bail straw for three or four days. Shit, they'd write you a hundred fifty dollar check. Plus, you got to drink beer with them when you got done. Yeah, fourteen fifty. Hell, I was worth oh, everything yeah. right yeah, there. Yeah. for free for that. But shit, hundred fifty dollar check. Sign yeah. me up. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, I will assure yeah. you, like, four hundred fifty dollars, yeah. three days straw bound. No, I'm good. Well, now you got guys trying to pay twenty bucks an hour. Oh yeah, we got a local guy. Twenty bucks an hour and can't get. Yeah. yeah, I'd almost go do it after work just for a little extra cash. You know, I mean, yeah. a little exercise. Well, and that's the difference, too, you know, because I was talking about that with somebody at the local bar or, or whatever, and they're like, well, I didn't see you out there at 20 bucks there. I'm like, yeah, but I got a job. Right. When I'm a 15-year-old kid with no job, yeah. I'd be jumping that's all over. Good money. Yeah. 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 Dad uh, Dad tried to get a kid to help him last year do some carpentry work with him, and the first day he showed up, he said he'd done good, and the second day he showed up to his house and honked and beat on the door and couldn't get him out of bed, and Texas dad goes, oh, well, he must not have got up, and he goes, I don't need him then. Yeah. You know, kids want to turn 16, buy a car. I was like, shit. Well, I was that age. I was working my dick off. I, yeah. I bought my first car when I was 14 or truck. I had a little SUV, but I just different. It I guess it's all how you're, you're raised. It I wasn't mean, very nice of your brother not to help your dad out that day. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it wasn't none of that. We'd had a sore ass and we'd have tried to pull that. But. Deadbeat bastards. Yeah. <laughs> It is funny, though, because we always split wood by hand when I was growing up, and now it's crazy when all three boys are gone that he has this big, nice wood splitter mm-hmm. and skid steer. And, yeah. yeah. But I look back now and think, there ain't no way I could bale hay all day. I mean, yeah. it would flat-ass kill me. Oh, I mean, yeah. it really would. Yeah. And same way with cutting wood, you know. I mean, hell, when we was kids, Dad cut wood all the time and split it and yeah. whatnot. Now I got a wood split. I mean, I burn wood for heat, but I got a splitter and, yeah. you know. Yeah, that things are just just different, for sure. But Sunday, all my years of growing up, Sunday was the only day my dad ever took off. I mean, he worked, he ran his own business, worked Monday yeah. through Friday, and then you still worked all day Saturday, doing his stuff. Yep. And Sundays was the only day he ever took off. And and I'll admit, I'm not that away now. I mean, I, I mean, I guess around here, yeah, on Saturdays I may be doing my own stuff, but it's not near at the pace that he done his own yeah, stuff. Yeah, during the winter. You know, fuck cutting wood's no big deal. Right. You really ain't got anything else to do. Right, exactly. Versus. But I used to see my grandpa. Of course, you know, he was from the generation prior. You know, he was born in 25 or 26. But, and and I get it. It was just a generation gap. But looking back, I mean, he made so much work out of stuff. 
you know, if you would have spent $5, you could have saved yourself three hours of labor. Yeah. You know, I, I watched him cut around, oh, God, it must have been, hell, I don't know, a mile and a half, two mile of fence with a hand side. I'm not talking a weed eater. I'm talking a hand side that you swung. Yeah. You know, when he was 65, 66 years old. And it's like, you know, you could go to Rural King and buy Roundup and spray under that shit yeah. and do it once a summer and be right. done. But, yeah. you know, that was just unheard of. Yeah. And that was just a generation gap. I mean, yeah. it. So they, had, they had labor, they didn't have the money. Exactly. Way back. Yep. Yep. I've seen guys straighten out nails. Yeah. For a coffee can full of nails, it would cost you $10 at the hardware store. Yep. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, and it's funny because. And they've all got money because they've been that way their whole right. damn lives. Right, and, I, and I, I get why they do it, but to me, if your time is worth anything at all, yep. you just pissed away every bit of that time by the time you jacked around and done all that. You yep. could have been to town and back and nine times, times. Time's the most valuable thing you got in the end. Yep. Yeah. And, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, most of them got money probably from doing that. But yep. but uh, there there comes a point in time where it's like, okay, we're not living in the Depression now. Yeah. You need to, <laughs> to yeah. move along here. Yeah. It, There's a house just outside of Strasburg to the west of town on the south end that um, – guy I worked for in high school had bought and me and a good friend of ours Mike Painter spent shit two or three weeks in the crawl space of that and the people that owned it I grew up in the depression and we cleaned out the crawl I mean we Folgers cans full of ball bearings I, just anything you can imagine was in that crawl space I think we hauled like two tons of steel out from underneath that crawl space no kidding wow. just they kept everything yeah. you know just nothing case. got thrown away Hmm. Yeah, that was a different, a different, different time. And I mean, I, there's, I can't fathom what that was like. I mean, right. I just seen a TikTok the other day of uh, I, you try to imagine what it was like, but you can't imagine. No, no you know, being, no, I mean, being I, hungry. Yeah, I mean, I'll know. probably admit, I, I probably wouldn't last. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll just be honest. I, I seen a TikTok the other day of a guy, and she told his age. I don't remember if he was ninety two, whatever. Yep. And I assume this was his granddaughter. But she was asking him about the depression. Being like hungry. They, Remember being, yeah. Yep, and he said something life. about potatoes. He's like, that's all we ate was potatoes. Because yep. he said a potato will grow in any, you, know, you don't need moisture or nothing. Yeah. And so we had potatoes, and that's yep. all we ate for, I remember he said it was a year or whatever it was. I think it was three years, he said. Yeah. That's I, all I had was fried potatoes. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, that would have been, would have been something to, to go through. I mean, it would definitely change you for sure. I mean, yeah. It, it would leave you scarred. And, and you do, I do understand why them people were that away. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, God, when I see my grandpa, you know, 50, 60 years after the fact, it's like, you yeah. know, now you're just working hard for no reason. You know, there's easier ways to do it now. Yeah, I, right. You know, for a little bit of nothing at the time, it wouldn't have cost you much money to yeah. to do it yeah. a different way. But they just didn't know any better. And, I mean, you can't, yeah. can't knock them. I mean. Our yeah. old timer around here was telling me a story. I think it was in the 50s, like 54, 56, something like that. We was in a super hot summer and a drought. And uh, the guys that still had horses, and it may have been earlier than this. 50 seems a little late for horses, but uh, there was a horse trader down there around Mode somewhere that had 150 head. And by the end of the summer, he's out of horses because everybody was trading or killing their horses. Mm -hmm. um, and it was during the day they would work them and they'd be so hot they'd kill them. Well, then they got the idea, well, we're going to try to work ground at night. Well, they couldn't do anything at night with them because then the horse couldn't get any rest during the day and killing horses left and right and they digging holes in the side of hills to keep the crops so they weren't burning up and just, I can't imagine 
you know. Yeah. We bitch about it because in 12, everybody go out and bush harder corn. But at the end of the day, you went back and sat in the AC and yeah. insurance gave you a check. And, yeah, exactly. Made yeah. more money than you ever did. Right. And back yeah. then, you were just screwed. I mean, that was it. Yep. You're yeah. done. It, I don't know. I've said it a lot of times. The people were different back then, too. It, you take the same scenario and put it in today's times, and there's going to be a hell of a lot more blood in the streets because people. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. Back then, you at least. People were civil. You, everybody was in it together. Hey, let's work yeah. together. Everybody get through it. But now you'll get shot over a fucking Snickers bar. Gaylor, Gaylor yeah, Gaylor told me that was the exact same thing. He said, you know, back in the Depression, everybody had a cow and a pig and could live off the land and kind of do their own thing, stuck together. He goes, now people from these big cities will come down and slice your throat over Snickers. Yeah, and they will. exactly right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hope it never comes back, but I wouldn't count on it the way this government no, is. No, yeah. All yeah. it takes is one natural disaster. Oh, for I mean, sure. We all live off these damn smartphones and electricity. Yep. All it takes is, I mean. COVID's is probably as close as we've come, right. you know, when we shut the country down like that. Yep. Yeah. It, and, I, and I'll admit when that was all very first in its infancy, I was nervous. I'm like, man, how yeah. far is this going to go? Right. But then after about two and a half months into it, it's like yeah, everybody kind of started, uh, here locally in the small towns, kind of started seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I think we've all been took a little bit here. Yeah, a lot. But, but yeah, them big cities. I would think them people would have been getting a little bit nervous. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. So well, that's probably why you see the old farmers, the old timers, are still driving around the pickup they bought. Oh yeah, in the nineties, yeah. and all the new farmers every year is driving a brand new King Ranch. Yep, yep for sure. Bitching about it if they don't have a new one. Oh yeah, you know. And yep. I know a lot of farmers that are still farming with older equipment and have. A truck they may have bought new in '93, but they're still driving that truck. Yep, and they're probably millionaires and yep. never. A lot of You never know that they were, you know. Yep, sure enough. So, well, what do you think, boys? I think we've made her full circle again. Yep. I think yep. we're gonna have to shut her down on this one. So, I don't know. We're still taking requests. If there's anybody, if there's anything anybody wants to talk about, which I don't know, we try to cover. A wide variety of shit. We wander around all over. We're kind of like nomads. We we get it all. We we fake it till we make it. (laughs) (laughs) But but anyway, if you guys want to check out Nathan's page on TikTok, it's bullets and mullets. You'll see a guy with a big mullet waving a big American flag as a profile pic. He's got a lot of mechanic stuff on there. Always working on trucks and whatnot. So go check him out. Give him a follow. Uh, You know Nick's handle in McCormick fourteen sixty six. So yeah, go give all these guys a follow. And keep it tuned right here to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.